Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of um, the Blue Moon Podcast. I'm your host, Blue Moon 3014. This is the second time recording this because the first time wasn't that great. So I wanted to say that I had plans for this episode, but then I realized they're not going to work, right? They're they're just not going to work. So this is going to be a bit different from what I would, you know, from what I was going to plan. Um, but keep this in mind. You still have the actor show to watch. It's just not going to be as spooky. Okay. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll toss in some spookiness, you know, here and there. But, um, I, I, I wanted to talk about screenwriting, right? I want to talk about the foundation of a script, the foundation of, a TV show, really, you know, the thing that builds it, <laughs> thing that builds a TV show, uh, the, some would call it a, a, an initial concept of what a show should be. Um, yes, I am into screenwriting, and I still am into screenwriting. Do I have my problems with um, screenwriting? Yes, I do. Time to time again, I do. Um I'm about to read something to you guys, and I'm going to see if I still agree with it. Uh, it's advice that I gave screenwriters on the r slash screenwriter subreddit. Um, and I was uh, I was going to read a couple um, more things, too, here. There's a lot to read. Um, I'm going to try to, like, slow it down a bit and try to get all the points across. Um, so right now I am currently, um, in case you didn't know, I am currently in the process of uh, writing a script. I've been writing a script for a couple years now uh, that's called The Ability Script. Um, and to give you a basic idea of what it is, it's another... Um, not superhero per se, but like another like supernatural ish show, right? That I would hope at some point uh, the CW will pick it up, or maybe I can create my own studio. I'll I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, the script, though, I have not been writing it in a while. It's been a long time. This is why. Um, people say screenplays take forever to write, you know, and scripts take forever to write because you have to be inspired. So maybe this will give you some inspiration. Maybe I will go more in depth about the, the book of rules and how all this information affects the book of rules. If you're interested in learning more about that, um, I've, I've had an episode talking about the book of rules, um, that I did a couple weeks ago. Um, and then I also, um, talked about it on my YouTube channel. So I'll link the, I'll, I'll link my YouTube channel down below where you, you know, I'll, I'll link the video where I talked about it. Talk about it in a lot of the recent, um, you know, I'll, I'll just link a playlist of, uh, reviews and I'll tell you which one it is. <laughs> okay. So, um, I have not been writing though in a while. I actually, um, just opened up my uh, my final draft, which I do have final draft. Uh, I, I opened it up 
um, like yesterday for the first time in like a year, I think. Uh, it's, it's, oh, that was two years ago when I posted this. Holy shit. Oof. Um, I mean, COVID happened, right? This whole year has been just kind of weird. It's felt like it's gone very fast. Um, but what I want to talk to you about is how did I get inspired back then? Right. Um, so here's the post. For those of you who have been looking for inspiration on your scripts, here is a system that has been working for me. Resource. So if you've been following me, sorry, if you so if you've been following my little journey on this subreddit, you'll know that I've been having some beginner problems. Well, not anymore. Now I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't really wanted to write the last few months, mainly because of the holidays, but also because I haven't really felt that inspired. However, here is what I've been doing the last few days. Now, keep in mind, this is two years ago, so this information might be a bit old or stale. You may have seen it on the screenwriting um, thing. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to go more in depth about inspiration. Um, whenever I talk about the book rules and whenever I talk about um, how to write a great show or like whenever I do a review on um, on TV shows, I always like to point out stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Like I like to think about what might have gone on behind the scenes of, um, you know, of just any TV show, really, you know, like, and really that's like, to me, like I, I talked about the Vampire Diaries universe recently on the podcast. And um, I mean, I've never watched the Vampire Diaries from start to finish, like I said, but I did watch the originals from start to finish for the most part. Um, and let me tell you, the originals, it's aged beautifully. <laughs> it really has. I mean, it's still as great as I thought it was. But there are some moments um, during the um, during the show which I thought, well, maybe they, that line could have been said better or could have been done over better or or maybe this, maybe this plot could have, you know, got some work on it, you know, could have, could have developed a little bit more or, you know, maybe this shouldn't have happened. Like there's, there's a lot of things that I think about when it comes to, um, like TV shows. Right. And one of my biggest gripes about, movies or tv shows is when people behind the scenes aren't inspired with their work right which is something that everybody like okay listen i'm i'm going i'm going to say this real fast it's not the fact that you're uninspired right because that happens right and it's it's not a dig on on anybody who's writing a script you'll know that sometimes you just go through these times where it's like, I'm not really inspired to write, you know? 
and you kind of got to force yourself back into it or try to ease your way back into it. Um, there's there's ways, there's ways, and I'm going to add a couple of things to this list that, that I have. Um, but I, I want to just say, first of all, that it's not the fact that you're uninspired because it happens. It's, it's a human thing for you to be uninspired. It's it's how you deal with being uninspired that really makes a difference. Like if if you can find inspiration rather quickly, and you know you're not having really any problems with being inspired, and you're still able to like even with your busy schedule, you're still able to work on your script. Like you still have a little bit of time for that. Um, good for you, you know. Great. Um, but it, again, it's, it's how you, it's how you handle it. It's how, it's how you handle getting out of the funkiness that you're stuck into, um, which isn't always easy, but you have to ease yourself back into it. Uh, this next paragraph here talks a little bit more about easing yourself back into it, getting yourself used to it. What it, what it's about is it's about, um, getting to know what you're writing, right? Getting to know about um, your your characters, right? Because whenever you introduce a character or whenever you come up with a character or whenever you um, have characters or write about characters in your script, which you're, you're writing about characters all the time in your script, you want to make sure that you get to know their mannerisms you want to make sure that you get to know what they might be like if they were real people. You want to make sure that um, you understand their mindset, right? Of Okay, so in this scene, this character is going into a bar and he's, he sits down next to this other character and he asks for a beer and um, he starts chatting with the person next to him. Maybe he might know... Um, the uh, bar person, you know, the, uh, oh God, not the barista. That's, that's not it. Not, not the barista, but the, uh, the bar owner or not the bar owner. The person who works for the bar, you know, he, he might know them, you know, he, he might say, Hey, what's up guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, yeah. And, you know, there's like joking around like, you know what? Take Hightown for an example. This is this is a really great example. This stuff happens in like the first episode. You know, people walk into a bar. They start joking around. They start having fun. It's, it's a great time. You 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 can tell that these characters that you're looking at. um, You can tell that they have compassion, that they that. Like you can tell what their motives are, you can tell what they're gonna say, but the the audience isn't, right? Here's 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 my biggest thing. You need to make sure that you can understand your characters, right? And understand their motivations, and also have your audience also understand the characters and motivations while simultaneously um making sure that these characters aren't predictable in what they do. Okay. It's, you know, you're, 
this is good inspiration that even I will take is that you need to understand that these characters, they're going to be loved by people, some people, you know, maybe not the whole universe, but these characters like take Squid Game, for example, I've never seen Squid Game before, but everybody is falling in love with that show right now on Netflix. Um, and, you know, they they like the show for the characters, I'm sure, right? Like, they probably have favorites, like, you know, favorite characters. Maybe it's that type of show. I don't know. I've never seen the show. But I I could imagine, like, okay, just, just like with the originals, you know, I loved who I saw on screen. I loved every second of the originals. I really do. And, well, besides season five. But season five doesn't exist in my book. Um, but let me you know, look at this next paragraph. Um, I said, I've been taking some notes on all my characters and their plots. That See, that's another thing. What do you want the character to do? You know, per, like, okay. So, and this seems like a basic concept, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to tell you it straight up. What are their motivations for the whole season? You know, like what, so... You had this character, right? How are you going to get them from point A all the way to point B, which is the end of the season? How are, like, plan it out. How are you going to do it? And it's it's not just, it's not just, oh, well, he, he's a retired salesman um, for, like, a couch company, and he wants to start selling mattresses, or or, or, he, or he wants to start, selling couches again, or maybe he finds a different hobby or something like it's not, it's not just that, you know, cause that's, that's, that's boring, boring shit. Okay. It's like, okay, well you had this character. Now, are they going to die at the end? Are they going to die trying to save somebody at the end? Are they going to still be alive by the end of the show? Uh, or, or by the end of the season? Uh, what is their goal for this season? What like what type of jobs or hobbies are they going to take up? I, I know I just said that like telling about hobbies and jobs isn't that fun. But, you know, like you can still use my example of, oh, well, this guy, you know, he used to sell furniture at this furniture place and he wants to continue selling it. Like maybe he finds his spark again that makes him want to continue um selling furniture maybe he wants to you know have like a like a business again maybe he's bored of the daily life activity that he lives there's so many different things you can do when it comes to um characters and their plots like you you need to make sure that you can get them from point a to point b in a smooth way and then from that point right from that point it's, um, you know, like if it gets a second season from point B to point C, then from point C to point D, from point, you know, so on and so forth. You, you need to make sure that you can get them to where they need to be by the end of the season. Have character growth. That's a big thing. You need to have character growth. This comes from making individual decisions of, okay, so what is this? character doing like what what are these quirks that this character has which you know 
you'll you'll understand the quirks that these people have when you really get into the brains of your characters and understand okay well why would they want to do this okay what would possess them to do this thing what would make them want to go and jump for this job or for that job or for this hobby or for that hobby you know what what makes you like what makes these characters so unique you know besides just the way they look or you know besides the abilities that they have they have quirks that people can have right um everybody has quirks so another thing i wanted to mention is that that's like okay that's half the battle right there the other half is okay now since i know the quirks that these people have how can i utilize those quirks to make a really great scene out of it how can i take a concept of a character and make them have these amazing scenes and it takes a lot of work it really does the dialogue has to be there the emotions has to be there um you, you have to be able to almost be like a profiler like you know from the BAU, you know, like you, you almost have to be like a BAU profiler to read the room of, okay, okay, what's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? But you can't do a cold reading. You, you can't. You, you, a cold reading is you're jumping straight in. You're not caring about what the characters are doing. You're, you're just reading the room immediately and that's it. And you're not, caring about how the characters will affect the scene you're just going in you know and and you can definitely see in a lot of tv shows that they it's, it's almost like the directors didn't know how to direct their their tv shows or the movies because a lot of times like you just have people walking into a scene and there's no emotion there's there's no purpose of them being there there's 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 a lot of like side things that happen that shouldn't be happening like that are just there to be there you know there's a lot of unnecessary characters like you need to make sure that these characters have a purpose and that you understand them as if they were your best friends or as if they were your your family right you need to get into their shoes and figure out okay why would this character want to be doing this you know, and then look at the scene and be like, hey, how how can I make a scene out of this, out of what I know? Because if you don't understand the information, if you don't get that information beforehand, you're not going to be able to um, get the emotion that you're wanting. You're not going to be able to get the, the, the vibe that you're going for. You're, the audience is going to be confused about what message you're trying to spread if you don't know your characters. So you have to know them before you build a scene. Because if you have an empty scene and no character depth, these characters are going to be predictable. Or these characters are going to be really unlikable. Um, and that's and that's just basic things. So, and I mean, I'm talking like every single scene, you have to think about this. And a lot of the times, the reason why we don't think about these things is because we're so worried about 
who's going to read our script? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And also like, will the director even look at my script if it's the wrong font or if it's, or, you know, if, if it's that like, and you start researching all the things that you research. And then like you, you realize directors are just assholes. Really? I mean, they, they really are. Um, there's like a lot of things that they just completely rule out when it comes to uh, scripts, like formatting things. And I understand you need formatting because it makes sense. Um, but the fact that formatting changes, not it doesn't change that often, but you, you have to stay on top of it. You, you have to make sure that the trends that you're putting on your script are still relevant. The formatting things are still relevant. So you don't have to go back and redo it, right? You get to make sure that your message, your message is still getting across. And no, that's, that could be hard because trends do change over time. Um, but from what I've read, it they in Hollywood, it's not that often that they will change the way they they go about these things and you know the formatting. It's just sometimes like when there's, you know, like for me, it's like one thing I'm worried about right now is that should I be upgrading to Final Draft twelve? You know, or should I wait? Because I can upgrade for 70 bucks. I don't have that money, though. Um, but if I... If I, like, don't upgrade, I'm worried that my script is going to be outdated because I'm using an outdated program that's no longer probably being supported. I don't think they support Final Draft 11 anymore. So it's like, I just... I don't know, you know? So I'm not perfect. I'm not an expert. But this is just from somebody who watches TV shows, who is compassionate about TV shows, who does reviews on TV shows. You know, you can't, no more cold readings. That's the thing. It's like, it's like directors, they don't even think about that anymore. It's like, they're so lazy. It's like, oh, I don't care if it's a cold reading. It's, it's okay. That's fine. Come on in. There's, there's, it's so cold feeling. It's so uninviting it really is and i think that's how they shot um season five of the originals was that it felt as if you were no longer welcomed into the show like as if you watching the show was a bad thing you know like oh i, I don't care about you it, it makes it makes the the actors look bad like it makes the characters look bad um like it makes them look like they hate the audience but they really don't um and it, it's it's not the acting it's not I'm going to be honest with you. It's not the acting. The acting wasn't that bad in season five. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. Um, it's, it's the, um, it's the whole thing of like the fact that they, they, and at this point you should know your characters by the fifth season, right? You should know what their motives are. Um, they just, they didn't know how to, uh, wrap it up in, in, in a nice bow, right? They just had like a really cold feeling and it, you know, it, it just wasn't that great. It really wasn't. So anyways, I, I went on to say, I've also been writing down what I like about the three versions of scripts that I have done for this one particular script. And what I don't like slash needs to be worked on about the three scripts. So just like with a three episode um, 
review that I would do for a TV show, this also has an effect here too, okay? This also does. Um, Give yourself some time to develop three different scripts, okay? Figure out how inspired you get with those, right? Write down the list of things that you liked, you disliked, you liked, you disliked, you liked, you disliked. You know, the, the things that you liked about the uh, about script A, and then the things that you didn't like about script A, but the things that you liked about script B, you know, think about it, write th- three different variations of the same script, and then figure out, okay, where can I go from here? Because your fourth script, if you gain the knowledge of knowing what you're trying to do, and of how you're trying to do it, if you gain that knowledge, right, you'll know. You'll you'll know when when you get into your fourth script. Uh, sorry, your fourth script. That's that's a good point. That's I think that's a really great point. You're, you're going to have more scripts after that, definitely that aren't going to be that great. But that's you need to know how to gain knowledge about what you're trying to write. Gain knowledge about what you liked. Gain knowledge about what the characters did. You know, what, what you liked and what you didn't like and how you can improve. Because that's that's how you learn about it. Like, for instance, the opening scene on my script, right, has been redone like four or five times at this point. Um, and, I mean, when I first wrote this, it was like, uh, like I said, I, I did what I did, <laughs> you know. Um but it's been redone because I, first of all, I got a new computer, so I didn't move any of my, which was stupid, I didn't move any of the files. I should have moved them um, to this computer. Um, but secondly, I I felt as though um, the opening scene from my script was always confusing, right? It always went off in the wrong directions. It never stayed where it was supposed to stay. Um, But when I looked at those first three scripts, I, I got a pretty good one now. I got a pretty good idea of what I'm doing now with the opening scene. Uh, Rather, it's going to be a bit short, only like a minute long, um, but I might make it longer. Um, But one of my, Another thing I want to throw in there is that don't let it be dialogue heavy. A lot of my, uh, a lot of what I don't like in this upcoming script um, that I've been working on is that the dialogue is really heavy. It's really, really heavy. And I mean, to the point where it's like there's paragraphs worth of, you know, stuff given. You know, and like, I haven't been, you know, like for, okay, it's a big deal. You know, it's like you have to figure out how much to give away and how much not to give away, right? You don't want to make it like, you don't want to be full exposition on it, but you want to make sure that you get the character descriptions done and like all the, like all the settings done and all that of where you want your people to go and, um, but here's here's what I have to say though. If you plan out your script the right way, 
you shouldn't be running into these problems that often. Um, because not every scene needs dialogue. There could be a scene where it's just like a panoramic shot of a like a like a city, right? But somehow you can make it emotional. I don't know. Just like these are things that I think about. Like you, you want to make sure that you're you're being realistic with it, that your goals are realistic, um, and that's really a big um, problem. Is that a lot of times in screenplays uh, and in scripts, you, the the goal of the director, like you know the the director's goal is pretty non-transparent. It's you know it's it's not that great. But moving swiftly on, I said, all of a sudden, I feel much more inspired and hopeful about this script. It's almost like I've been put back into the feeling of when I first started and how happy I was. That's the goal, right? And and you'll know because it's like, oh, well, I could move this and this and this and this and that. And then boom, it's like, hey, I'm back into being inspired again. Like I can do this. The goal is to... to Snap yourself back into uh, reality, right? <laughs> um, but in this case, snap yourself back into the reality of the TV show that you're working on or, or the movie that you're working on. Um, and then I said, pretty soon it will be a year of me working on the script and also of me being in the screenwriting community. I think I'm almost ready for my first official first draft. If you found this helpful, let me know. Also, if you want to know more, please feel free to leave your questions down below and I'll be sure to answer them as soon as I can. Thank you. And then somebody replied and they said, I'm currently working on a story Bible for my series. Writing out the character profiles has actually inspired me, which surprised me. Exactly. See, you need to make sure that you understood what you're trying to you know, say. Because then, then you can be like, oh, well, I mean, this character is kind of unnecessary, so we don't need him in, you know, like, we don't need him right now. He he can be a background character or, like, a character that gets later introduced. You know, like, you you can figure out, okay, well, we don't need this character in the show completely. Like, they have no effect on the show right now. So let's just ax them and, you know, move on. Um, Yeah. And then... He went on to say, well, inspiration is nice. One of the best pieces of writing advice I would ev I ever received is you cannot wait for inspiration. Just get words on paper. And then I said, I'm glad you feel that way. Well, I do agree with the statement. You cannot wait for inspiration. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I do agree with the statement. You cannot wait for inspiration. Just get the words on paper. I find that when you don't feel inspired by something, the script can get very boring for me personally and that's true and it might get boring for you if you're not really writing what you want to be writing or if you're not really feeling inspired what you're writing is not going to be that great that's just plain and simple it's it's really not going to be that great so you have to understand again where you want to go with the show okay and then um i said before I got out of my little funky mood about writing, which it took me forever to get out of it, I one day just said to myself, get out a notepad. 
So I used the notepad app on my computer and wrote out the character profiles. All I wanted to do was really get to know these characters really well, which is a great thing. We've already gone over this. It's a great thing to get to know your characters really well, as if they were your friends, like your very close friends, or as if they were your family, because that's going to be pretty much the relationship you're going to have with these characters as you write the script, okay? Um, and and you can tell when a TV show and or a movie um, or even a short film, um, you can tell when there's a lot of care being put into it. You know when when a when a writer or a director puts a lot of care into making sure that there aren't that there isn't any cold reads uh, and that it's just a um, you know that. Like there's like a lot of care put into the characters and there's just a lot going on in that spectrum. I feel as though uh, they turn out to be more successful. And that's why people like them is because the more people like your characters, the better. And even if it's characters that people aren't supposed to like, you know, like, hell, I like Klaus Michelson, you know, I, I, I really did. I think that, you know, Joseph Morgan's performance was amazing, but I also feel like the writing for him was really great too. And I feel like, well, I mean, I do feel like all the unintentional bad things that he did was really like kind of lame, but he was given a really great story. Like he, most of the time he was pretty neutral. Um, he wasn't always super bad all the time, but he did have his ways. Whenever somebody would mess with his family, he would show them not to mess with his family. So, you know, like that's, that's not a bad message. Right. Um, but then I went on to say, which in the end, I've gotten to know a lot more about what they want to do and not what I want to do. So basically when dealing with the characters, just think of them like they're real people. It will make, uh, things a lot easier. You got, yeah. And, what I'd even add to this is not just what they want to do, but also what you want to do as well. Make sure that you're on the same page with your characters because that's crucial. That's just a crucial part of writing. Make sure that you want to do what is written on this script, you know, like that, that you're comfortable doing that. And there's your key to success right there. Except, um, I've had a busy, busy, busy life lately. So um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Not So Scary Blue Moon Podcast episode, which is a season finale. There will be an after show after this, and I'll see if I can get something spooky going on there. Um, but I want to say, first of all, thank you so much, so much to Anchor, uh, to you guys for watching um, just thank you for everyone who has watched and everyone who has rated on good pods and just all around. You guys are great people. Thank you so much. And I cannot thank Anchor enough, really. They have really brought this show back in the greatest way. You know, they, they made it so easy for me to upload and so easy for me to, um, and I'm, I'm not sponsored them. Um, I'm not sponsored by them any, uh, in any way. 
Um, but they've made it so easy for me to upload. And the fact that they don't have any limitations really, really makes it really great. And the fact that it's free too, like so happy. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.